We're all in business for a reason. The problem that so many small business owners have is that they go in 10 million different directions, not really sure which way to go. Listen as your team of experts, Jennifer Glass, Daniel McCrane, and Patricia Rezzatillo, go through what you need in your business to really make it stand out and benefit you. Because it's the bottom line that matters. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast. I am Jennifer Glass. I am joined by Daniel McCrane and Patricia Rezzatello. And thank you so much for coming on the program today. On today's uh, program, uh, you wouldn't build a house without a foundation. You wouldn't build a house without walls. You got to look the same for your business. Now, Patricia, that sounds awfully weird when we talk about having to build a business with foundations and walls and what have you. So I'm wondering, Patricia, what exactly is it that we should be looking at as we start building our business and ways that we can make sure that we are having the four walls, if you will, to our business. What does that mean? And especially if we're not opening a store or a restaurant or something like that, where people actually come into, because I mean, that would be an obvious <laughs> comparison, right? But <laughs> oh, absolutely. If, if we have a service <laughs> business or if somebody's going out in the field to provide their business, you know, something like that. Yeah. Right. Allegorically exactly. speaking. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it could be a brick and brick and mortar business. It could be a not brick and mortar business. It doesn't matter. You need the same pieces. I mean, and there's a lot of pieces to put in place for a business. Uh, you know, you got to know what it is you're selling. You got to know how you're going to deliver it. You got to know, you know, how you're going to make money. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's a right. lot of pieces to put together. And a lot of the time, the business structure itself, it, it's an afterthought. Oh, I need some kind of legal structure, don't I? Yeah, I guess so. So, so Jen, what is it that you use? Dan, what is it you use? And you're asking all your friends and, or, you know, and that's not really good advice because they don't know any more than you do. Um, or maybe you talk to your accountant or your attorney and they're gonna tell you some things. Well, you know, it really comes down to when you're building a building. It doesn't matter if it's a house or, you know, a 50-story, 100-story, you know, high-rise, whatever that we're putting in it, right? When we build a building, the first thing that we do after we get our plans in order is we start digging a hole. What do you mean we dig a hole? We dig a say, hole. That sounds we... dangerous. <laughs> that sounds awfully dangerous. What do we mean dig a hole? Have you ever been, you know, driving somewhere and you saw construction going on? Right. Oh, I right. live in New Jersey. There's construction all over. 
<laughs> right. And I know what you mean about building a building, Patricia. Of course, you got to dig a hole to to get your foundation in place and you everything gotta else. Dig that, a it hole. just sounds dangerous when we're building a business, right? Because if I'm going in the hole in business, <laughs> not a good place to be. Bear with me. There's a metaphor here. Okay. Um, I'm not sure where the whole whole the hole itself correlates. It's just it's part of the foundation, really. And then we put in foundations and the bigger the building that's that we're going to build the deeper that foundation and the holes have got to go so if you're putting up you know let's say a hundred story building the first thing you're going to do is you're going to spend probably two years digging holes and putting pilings down okay and, and i was going to ask too i'm sure you're going to get into this patricia i hope you do um <laughs> I, I think you're going a direction where uh, you're correlating with building a type of building and you're saying what's the purpose of this building going to be are we just building a house are we building a hundred story sky right you know high rise and i think you're going that direction with your business too aren't you i will decide yes. what your business is gonna okay good good I i'm was hoping that was yes. gonna be <laughs> sorry to interrupt i wanted to make sure that comes no, out <laughs> no, no. so the upshot of it is is that when you build a building we don't start with the roof Even if we're doing it in a manufactured type setting where, you know, it's all taking place in the warehouse and the house itself. Well, in that case, it doesn't really matter what order you put those pieces together. You still have to have a foundation underneath it. And then we put up the structure and then we put a roof on top of it. And now we've got a building, something we can use. We can live in it. We can do business in it, whatever it's designed for. The problem is, is that most entrepreneurs, you know, we've got great ideas for a business, you know, and we don't, we're not trained in how to form one. We're not trained in how to start one. So we ask random people how it is that they did it. Um, we hope that they have enough experience that they can actually guide us, um, you know, or we spend money and we hire an attorney, we hire an accountant but we actually liken both of these scenarios to building a house that starts with the roof. Hmm. So the question that I'm asking here is, do you know why you should use an LLC or a corporation? What happens after you have your business structure? By the way, I'm just going to really quickly interrupt you for one yeah. second. Uh, friends, if you remember, LLC does not mean limited liability corporation. It's a limited liability company. And there is a very big difference in terms of the way that that is actually set up and what we're looking at as we talk about this. Yes. Thank you, Jen. Um, most people just go online. They file with their state. They call their business an LLC or, or a corporation. But that's like building a house from the roof down. There's no structure. There's no guidance. There's no foundation to it. We want you to build your business simply, but soundly with a foundation, with structure, with support. So I like to start with what I call the three room cabin. And basically we start with our core uh, structure and then we can build out from there, but we need to know what works first. So like we're saying here, it takes four walls to build that cabin. 
So the four walls that we have to have in our business is legal structure. Um, I'll be talking about those here in one second. And as, as, as I'm talking about them. Um, You're getting, in the, getting me in the mood to go camping now. <laughs> Cabins and, you know. <laughs> so as I'm talking about these four walls, I want you to be thinking about how many of these your business has. Okay, so we start out with somebody who helps us understand the numbers that show what's going on in our business. These people are bookkeepers, these people are accountants. Um, they might be our tax pro. They might be our, well, there's a lot of people who work with taxes and can advise on <laughs> what kind of legal structure to have. Um, <clears throat> so these people help with our financial statements and our tax planning. And if we go to our tax pro, they give us a suggestion. Here's what you should do for this situation, given what you're planning on doing. And then we go to our attorney for legal advice and for protection from risks. And the problem is, is that these two don't end up seeing eye to eye. They aren't communicating you know, with regards to your business, because typically you don't have that kind of money to pay them to communicate. So to put it in a word picture, it's like they're building opposite walls of this cabin. One could end up higher, shorter than the other, longer than the other. Right, they're, they're just building a wall. I would actually look at it in a different way. There's a firewall built between them. Oh. And what you want to make sure is that that firewall does not exist because you need to have all of these pieces of information in your business to make sure that you really understand what's going on. If that firewall exists and your team is not talking, think about your own internal team. Forget outside forces, right? If you're the CEO and the CEO doesn't talk to the CFO or the controller of the business, they don't know the actual financial picture of the business until maybe it's too late. So you want to make sure that to put it in that idea, everybody knows the full picture, right? Just like the investors want to know where the company is, what the earnings per share is, what the EBITDA is, and all of those other pieces that we look at. You want the people on your team, whether it's an internal team or an external team, like Patricia's saying, to really have all of these pieces together so that everybody understands where your business is because your business does not operate in a vacuum. Your business operates in different silos at times, but according to the government, according to Wall Street, according to Main Street, your business does not operate in a vacuum. And so that's exactly, I think, what Patricia is trying to say, um, boiling it down to a little bit more simplistic terms as we're moving forward. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely really important. It's like if Daniel and Patricia were my partners in my business, we would each be sitting down, if not daily than at least weekly and reviewing where we are in our business. Yeah. And right. it's extremely important to have those numbers. Look at Shark Tank. Every time you have the people go in front of the Shark Tank, the entrepreneurs, what are your numbers? If you don't know your numbers, you're not in a position to succeed. 
And so that's exactly where Patricia's going from here. Right, mm -hmm. right. So we've got our tax person, we've got our tax wall, we've got our legal wall. Uh, the third wall is the state protection. Yes, it can and yes, it should be used in setting up your business from the beginning. What happens to your business if you know, something happened to you? And we actually talked about this on a former episode or on a prior episode, I should say. Uh, for those of you that missed it, uh, you can go back and listen. It's our episode, so you want to pass the business on to your kids. Um, mm -hmm. Listen to that um, after you finish with this episode, just to give you a little bit more of an idea in terms of where we are so that you can get caught up on that as well. Right. Um, like I said, what happens to your business if you get, you know, something happens. We, we, all, we all go eventually. Sometimes, most of the time, we don't know when we're going to go. It can happen. What happens to the business? Will there be a smooth transition? If you don't have both a will and a trust, the state will take over the business. And that means that they're dictating what happens to it now instead of you. So having a trust as one of the owners helps to make this transition smooth and easy. And it lets the business keep running instead of the state shutting it down during probate. You're still gonna have probate. That's just the way it is. But if you've got this owner there, <laughs> your trust, then the business can keep going. This also comes into play if you're going into a messy divorce. We've all seen people with messy, messy divorces where they ended up with nothing or, you know, the spouse ended up with nothing. I know people who ended up living under a bridge after their divorce. As long as it isn't toothless Homer or one tooth Homer, <laughs> although I have to say one tooth Homer sometimes comes out really good because that book comes flying off the bridge and he reads it and he figures out how to start investing in real estate or what have you. And <laughs> goes from there. But, um, it's really important though, as we're looking at all of these different pieces, you know, Patricia is definitely the expert here. And please go to patriciarosatello.com. Uh, that's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-R-E-S-Z as in zebra, E-T-Y-L-O.com, where you're going to get all the information just in case you happen to miss anything here, because I know Patricia is giving an incredible amount of information right now. And as we're going through all of these different pieces, I just want all of you listening to make sure that you really grasp the incredible amount of value that's here because you want to make sure that your business is set up for the long haul, right? Yeah. We're not in it for six months and looking to get out, right? We're looking at it really for the long haul. And so there's so many things going on. Let me ask you though, Patricia, in terms of, you know, making sure that we have all of the pieces and so that we can properly have that roof over our business with the four walls, um, obviously talking with you would be an incredible opportunity to make sure that 
uh, everybody is going to get the tools, the information, the advice that somebody needs. But if somebody is going to sit down right now and they're going to take action, because one of the things that we always say is, listen, I listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. I listen to the talking heads. I listen to a whole bunch of gurus talking about what have you. I go to conferences. You need to take action on the information you just got. So if somebody is going to take action right now and they, for whatever reason, don't feel they are ready to talk with you yet, Mm -hmm. is there one piece of advice that you can give them right now to make sure that they are in a position that they are going to get closer to the point where they're going to be much better protected and living in that four walls or, you know, what can they do right now to at least start the process? Right now. Um, The best thing that I can suggest is to really study what the different structures actually can do. You mean the difference between an LLC, S Corp, C Corp, nonprofit, et cetera? Right. You need to know what they each can do and then figure how can these work together or which ones of these can work together to give me what I actually need. Or you can sit down and talk with me and I can show you that too. (laughs) And again, PatriciaRosatello.com and and I we have one wall left, actually. I was going to say, yeah, is there another wall still? <laughs> There's another wall. Right now, what we have is we have Trump's wall with all these different walls standing out unattached in the desert. They're not keeping anything out. They're not, you know, protecting you from any kind of weather. <laughs> There's no protection with these random placed unattached walls. <clears throat> so what you need is the fourth wall, which is uh, management that ensures that the attorney, the tax people, the estate people are all talking the same language and are working together. Instead of getting random pieces, you've got a cohesive structure that protects you from the elements. It protects you from uh, wandering wolf packs (laughs) there's a few places in this world where we can build you know a home that has the walls open to everything uh we don't live there (laughs) we don't live there and even those those structures they still have roofs (laughs) yeah right so we need that fourth piece and what I like to say is I, you know, I've got an A team that, you know, comes to the rescue and ties everything together. Um, Who's the Mr. T in your A team? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, it's, I haven't, not you, I haven't is it? gone that far yet. <laughs> You're not Mr. T, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. <clears throat> Get Al Roker in here, you know, he'll gladly play her. 
Well, my A team has six attorneys. It has three estate planners. It has two tax accountants that have years of IRS resolution experience. We've got two banks, we've got two non-banking lenders, we've got two computer internet um, experts, we've got five CFOs, we have a large team of legal processors and experienced bookkeepers, and we have a couple of strategic marketing experts. It's a pretty massive A-team. And it, you know, it comes relatively affordably. Um, nice. Yeah. it's. <laughs> It's, it's the best package I've ever seen. And it, it's been years in putting it together. And that's definitely important because remember, we spoke before about having that at a minimum, the informal advisory board, Yeah. you know, at best is making sure, well, at best in terms of small businesses, because we don't have formal boards of directors and what have you, but definitely looking to make sure that you're totally covered. You're totally um, prepared for anything that may be thrown at you, which is important. And that's where Patricia is really going to be in a position to offer the most value when you're looking at it. But let me ask you though, uh, as we're looking at moving forward and people are going to go to your website, they're going to get started. Where would most people be coming from so that they can be ready for you? In other words, are they the ones that are totally ready and, you know, they have all of these pieces together or are they the pe people that have, I'm operating here, I'm operating there, you know, right hand doesn't know left hand. <laughs> Most small businesses that I've seen, the left hand does not know what the right hand is doing, even when it's so, the same person. <laughs> right. So the people that are coming to you to start are those that are really, they don't know what they don't even know yet in terms of the process. You know, they, they literally can be anywhere on the spectrum. If they already know what they need, you know, and they actually really know what they need, that's fabulous. We have people who come in that have seen this kind of information in the past and they had a person, but they lost their person, can't find their phone number or remember their name, that kind of thing. And then they find us and it's like, oh, thank goodness, we found you finally. And it, or it could be, you know, somebody who's been in business a number of years and they've got some pieces and they don't know really what they're why they're doing it or why they have it or if they're using it right and we can certainly take a look and see what you're doing what you got um, if you're using it right if you're using it you know effectively so that you and I think we'll talk about this more in a in, a, in another session um, if you're operating as a real business or if you're operating as a hobby business um, so you can really help about 98, 99% of small businesses? And pretty much all of them, actually. Uh, the only people who don't need us are people who already have wealth advisors 
See, and there's a thing too. You have two different set reasons. Let me articulate this a little better. Accountants way, and attorneys. Advisors that are listening, talk with Patricia because if you don't already have someone on your team that can help with this, here's an ideal joint venture opportunity for you to make sure that your firm is going to be in a position to offer even more solutions to your clients, right? After all, it's the bottom line that matters. Right, right. So the more that we can help all of our listeners figure out new opportunities, and we'll talk about joint ventures and strategic partnerships in another episode uh, some point later. But think about that for a moment as you're listening here and figuring out exactly what it is that you can do and how you can gain more. But I apologize for cutting you off. No, I was just going to say, most of the time, small businesses go to their accountant or their attorney, and they're looking for this kind of advice. And they most of the time don't get it. And the reason they don't, oh, there's two different reasons that I found. One, the accountant or the attorney doesn't know this stuff. Or two, they know this stuff, but they think the business is too small to use it. There's no business on this planet that is too small to use it. That's good to know. Yeah. So that's what I got. <laughs> Great. Thank you. So Daniel, let me ask you, you know, as we're looking at leadership, mm -hmm. right? You're a leadership expert here. Now leadership in any company is extremely important, but leadership as it drives the business to move forward and as it drives our decisions to um, get more in terms of what we're trying to do. You know, there's a lot of things that we need so mm. leaders need to start going out and talking to their team. If you are counseling a CEO or an owner of a small business, is there something specific that you would point out even more as far as developmentally from a leadership level that this would help them gain even more value in their business? Yeah, definitely, Jennifer. Um, yeah, thanks for bringing up that question. I was, as uh, Patricia was talking through the, the four walls there, I was equating that management wall to the leadership team in your business. And even if that's just you, even if you've got your LLC, you could be uh, set up as a corporation, but still only be you uh, working in the business. There's still this fourth wall of management that Patricia mentioned which is your leadership aspect of your business. If you've got a larger business where you've got a management team and you are the CEO overseeing this team, then you definitely have this aspect of management in your business. What I would say, no matter what level of business you're at, whatever size you're at, uh, if you've got a management team uh, who are overseeing employees, or if you are trying to manage yourself uh, and you're overseeing yourself, I can make all kinds of jokes about that too. Uh, <laughs> um, what's important to keep in mind is that bigger picture of leadership. 
So we're moving into more of a leadership approach rather than management. Uh, and I think a lot of people will understand management really kind of equates uh, coming down to getting the day-to-day -day tasks done, getting the work done. Um, and I don't think anyone's going to uh, argue that point that that's what we do when we're in a management role. When we move into a leadership role, we want to have a broader picture. We want to be thinking uh, further down the road, uh, casting that vision into the future. And this is where we start to combine all of those walls together. So the leader will come from that management portion from that wall that uh, Patricia was telling us about and will say, no, come on, attorney, come on, CPA, uh, come on, estate planner, let's get all together at the table and let's put this all together. And so business owner who's listening to this right now, you may have to be that leader who is pulling everyone together to the table. If you have all these people on your team already, you may have to be the one who drags them to the table, maybe even kicking and screaming and saying, okay, now everybody play nice. So let's put this together. Uh, because each of your team members could have their own agendas. Your attorney could have their own agenda. Your CPA could have their own agenda. Uh, but, you know, I'm sorry, they work for you. Uh, so bring them to the table. No, seriously, right? Uh, they work for you. You are mm -hmm. paying them a fee for their advice. And what you want from them is to build a cohesive structure, to build a cohesive business. And so you may have to be that leader, put your foot down, you know, drop the hammer, whatever we want to say, you know, pick your analogy there, pick your metaphor and bring them to the table and get them speaking together. Or you could just turn around and talk to Patricia, right? Who's already got that team put together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. And again, that's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-R-E-S-Z as in zebra, E-T-Y-L-O.com. Uh, check it out. Patricia is more than happy to have a chat with you, talk about where you are in your business, what you need, because it is the bottom line that matters. It is really important to make sure that your business does have these four walls set up to protect itself, to make sure that what it is that you are doing in your business is going to be the right setup for your business. So let me ask you, Patricia, as your um, final statement on the program today, what more can you share, you know, in 30 seconds or less to our listeners, the biggest step that they can take right now. And again, go to patriciarazatello.com, but. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it comes back down to that foundation. We have to get the foundation right because when we don't get it right, just like when you don't get it right on, let's say a house, and something happens to it, you know, a corner crumbles in, um, <laughs> all kinds of terrible things can happen. Um, your house can break in half, literally. I've seen pictures of houses that broke in half. When we don't get that foundation right, we can always go back and fix it, but it's gonna be a lot more work and you're gonna lose a lot of money along the way. And, you know, whether or not you're trying to create a legacy you want to optimize your business. And this is the best way I've seen to do it. 
And just to paint a picture for those of you that still don't really get it, think about a house that's built on a cliff, right? We all have seen these pictures of homes that are built at the edge of a cliff right by the ocean, right? Beautiful homes. But if anything happens, and imagine how strong that foundation has to be in the land there to make sure that the house doesn't shift. If anything happens to the ground there, the house can fall into the ocean. If it's your business in that home and you don't have the right foundation and the right walls that are supporting you, your business can fall into the ocean and disappear. Obviously, we don't want that, which is why you want to go to patriciarezzatello.com, P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-R-E-S-Z-E-T-Y-L-O.com, where Patricia will go through what you need to know as you are looking to do more in your business, as you're looking to really solidify your business, as you're looking to be in that position that you can set your business up for the next five years, 10 years, 50 years, so that your children can take it over, your grandchildren can eventually take it over, right? We build our businesses, they're our baby. We treat it as our baby. We're constantly feeding it. We're constantly nurturing it. Don't deprive your baby of this incredible piece of knowledge to make sure that your baby can grow up and go to college itself right? We want our businesses to have that success. So on behalf of uh, Daniel McCrane, Patricia Rosatello, I am Jennifer Glass, and this has been another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters. See you next time.